Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, another week and a very exciting one. <laughs> Isn't it exciting this week? Although I've got to confess, before we get into that, um, there's a slight chance that I might have a small hangover this morning. <laughs> I know, you what? messaged me today. You were like, I had a couple of glasses of wine and I feel terrible. Two. I, I mean, had two glasses of red wine last night because I was so excited because of our amazing, exciting news, which we're just about to share with you. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll just have like a celebratory you know, a couple of glasses, and I literally feel awful this morning. I've got a horrible headache, feel really sick. I've already taken two, two paracetamol, and it's only nine o'clock in the morning. I've done the school. Like, it's, uh, ugh, I don't know if I'm going to drink again. Probably Do you know what? I that's, will. that's what happens to me, though, when I drink right. what, just wine. It's only wine. When I drink wine, I feel gross. I, I can't explain it. Like, I just feel rank. I don't sleep properly. Yeah. And that's like, even if I have one glass, it's <sighs> so weird. And when I put that on Instagram, there were so many people who said that happened to them as well. And some who it still happens to, and some. Um, it's gone now and they can drink it again is it is it to do with the sulfates or something because people were sending you links to like organic wine that was sulfate free i think this is right unless i'm still (laughs) inebriated (laughs) but i think it is i think it is because i buy an organic prosecco from aldi and i mean i can drink that and drink that and drink that and i'll feel absolutely fine okay Um, i'll test that out i'll test that out and let you know yeah that's yeah we'll do an experiment See how many <laughs> how many bottles we can drink. And feel it's okay. just so devastating, is it? Because when we do come out of lockdown, that first night out on the on the piss is I'm going to be like we're we're going to have three cocktails and we'll be absolutely legless, won't we? That could be fun. That will be fun. Yeah, I, I'm giving myself till like ten o'clock. I, I think if I last past ten o'clock, I've done really well. Just see me and Georgia staggering around the streets of London together. Um, yeah. So, Georgia, do you want to tell everyone our big news? Yes, we are. I mean, this is something we've been working on for a while, and something we've wanted to do for a while. As you know, if you followed the podcast for a long time or us on Instagram for a while, you'll know that we love beauty products. Um, And so we are working with a brand called Oh Mama um, on a beautiful box, which is kind of tailored towards, you know, a hospital box and what you might take into hospital if you were going to have a baby. But essentially anyone can buy it mm. um it's got a beautiful cleansing balm from lms our favorite dry shampoo from living proof i mean there's tons and tons of wonderful products um in there and i just re- yeah. yeah i'm just really the, excited about it 
we're 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 both buzzing about this actually because these are our favorite our kind of hand-picked curated beauty products that we swear by so there's a benefit mascara in there which is like one of our diehard mascaras um there's a really amazing kind of a relaxant roll balm from Tisserand, which is like, you know, it's just there to kind of soothe and relax once the contractions start. You can roll it on your wrist, you can roll it on your forehead. Um, there's an additional pair of Scamp and Dude socks, which you can put into the box as well for an extra uh, extra cost. Um, yeah, we've just got like, we've got hand sanitizer in there as well. We've just kind of everything that you could possibly need um, as an expectant mum or a new mum or just, you know what, the value of the box is £90 and it only costs you 45 quid to get it. So it's yeah, you, you're exactly. basically, you know, three products in there and the rest you're paying for and the rest is basically free. And we love them. We swear by them. Um, there's a Walida body wash as well because that was one of the things that I, after I'd given birth, I was really messy and horrible and felt, you know, like I needed to just wash wash away everything. And I didn't have any body wash. And I, and I was saying to Dozer, I was like, can you go, and, can, you, can you ask somebody please for some body wash? And he came back in with like a bar of soap and I was like, oh, yeah, don't okay. want that. Um, no. And you know what? I think we we spend so much time when we're pregnant planning stuff for the baby. Mm. This is a really nice treat for mum and a lovely gift for a friend who might be going into hospital who hasn't thought about herself. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, we're all about that, aren't we? Like looking after parents. And this is just one of those things that can really help you feel better. Yeah, so we're going to be telling you and talking you through all of the products that are in the box at the end of the podcast, so make sure you stick around for that. But um, because we're kind of, you know, launching this hospital box, um, we thought we'd go back to the newborn bubble. Um, we've also just recorded two amazing interviews, which you're going to be able to hear with Danny Dar and Binky Felstead. And we talked a lot about, um, obviously, Danny is in the kind of first throes of being a mum for four weeks in with Santi. And it kind of got us thinking. And actually, I felt <sighs> there was like, I don't know, an element of sadness to me that I wasn't going to get that again. And I kept thinking, did I really appreciate everything? And was I hanging on to every moment? And, you know, there was some, definitely some, some lows there, but I'm hoping there were some highs as well. I think, I think there was, I can't really remember it. Yeah. It's weird. No, no, I can't. And I think in a a previous podcast episode, I, I sort of said, I don't remember the newborn bubble. I don't think Mm. I had it, but and we must have done. I must have had it, you know. Mm. But I just, yeah, it's it's a really weird time where all your focus goes on the baby and that's it. And I think all the days can kind of roll into one, yeah. all the days and nights. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going for it right now, take loads of photos and mm. just kind of just try and cherish every moment. I was looking back at photos of when I had Axel and some of them are absolutely horrific. But I'm so glad I've got them, you know. I'm so glad I've got them. I, oh, I don't, I don't think they're horrific. That. I think it's no, no, so no, cute. No, 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 no. In first baby as well, you end up taking loads more photos. And obviously that's when Georgia and I met. We we This whole podcast is everything to do with Made by Mummers. It's because we had our babies, you know, two and a half, three weeks apart. Aluna and Axel, they're the reason we're together, basically. Um, so we took a lot. Of, there are lots of photographs on my camera reel of me and Georgia just walking around the park with <laughs> cups of coffee with these tiny little squidges in the pram. I think second time round with Kit, he had such bad reflux. I actually don't think that I really enjoyed that period that much. Um, he never slept. We couldn't take him out in the pram. We couldn't travel in the car with him. We were constantly going to see um, like a baby craniologist. I think that's what they're called to try and because he came out on an angle and he was in a lot of pain in his neck. And it was just, 
Yeah, until Alison Scott Wright came on the scene and we sorted out his reflux and I got him on some proper medication. So I guess for the first six weeks, I never really, I didn't really have that really kind of peaceful, chilled time with him because my little baby was in so much discomfort. You know, the minute I stopped breastfeeding, it all kind of, it went to shit really. Um, not 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 because I'd stopped breastfeeding because he just couldn't tolerate any of the cow's milk um, from the formula. Um, so yeah, it was a tricky time for me that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's whether your baby has reflux or not, it's difficult. And I think that whole feeding journey, actually, people think that, like you said, it wasn't because you gave up breastfeeding that it all went to shit. Sometimes finding the right formula is a complete minefield. And no one talks about that. Um, You know, no one, it's kind of seen as the easy route, isn't it? It's like, oh, I couldn't breastfeed. So I've I've gone to formula to make my life easier. But it isn't always easier. Um, And that can take a while. I definitely did with Gigi. Do you remember? I could only give her the the pre-made Bottles. I only gave her pre-made bottles for the first six months. <laughs> like, isn't that nuts? That's um, amazing. I remember that vividly, but, and I remember saying to you, like, how much is your bloody online shopping oh, costing you? Like, oh, she's such a princess. She's such a diva. Oh um, gosh, but you do these you things to get anything. through. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to mm. mess it up. It's like mm. if it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like this totally. is working, so we're going to stick with it, and that's it. Um, I, I, I and- loved those moments. Just, just I loved those moments. Those really peaceful moments that we got with our seconds. You know when. You know, if Axel and Luna were at nursery or, you know, the, the, the dads had taken them out for a bit, our partners had taken them out for a bit. They're the moments that I really treasured. And and they're the moments that I think back to because I, I, I don't, I think with Kit, I was so sort of desperate to kind of make sure that Luna was okay. And I, d- I do feel guilty about this. that I didn't maybe give him as much time as I should have done, but I guess I was only doing what I could. And I've definitely made up for it by having that Thursday with him now and making sure that that is our like dedicated day. But it goes so fast. Yeah, it's over it in a flash, isn't it? I know, I know. And you know what? Like, you you can only do what you can do when you've got a toddler and a newborn. That it, it's so difficult. It's really, really difficult, especially if they're both at home. You know, you don't have like a child that's in nursery yet. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. You've got to do what you've got to do. And also, there's pros and cons, and we'll absolutely get into that. So, should we crack on with the questions? Because there have been loads. So many. I love this. I can't wait to do this Q&A, actually. Um, time, to, time to delve into the newborn bubble. Um, I'm going to kick things off. Um, scared that my, my life will change so much that I won't enjoy it. Thank you. That's from Jess. Oh, Jess, we hear you. Yeah. I think we've just touched on it there as well, that at the time you can feel like you're not enjoying moments of it, but you definitely do the calm you know when they are just sleeping on you and just try I think you just got to try your best to like love those moments Mm. and also don't feel guilty about those moments that's what I wasted so much time feeling guilty Mm. that I should be doing something else but actually like those the times when I just let Gigi like you know just sleep on me and I would just be sat on the sofa I like my most cherished moments I loved those times Mm. and also Jess like your life is going to change completely beyond all recognition right but that is absolutely the way it should be for this moment in your life but don't be frightened to grieve for your old life you know have Mm. have a cry like 
feel scared, feel worried, miss your old life because you won't get that chapter back again. Like, let's be honest. It makes me emotional thinking about it. At the time I thought, oh my gosh, I'll never feel the same again. And, you know, I'll never be able to get back to any sort of normality. And you you absolutely do. And the new way forward is so much more enriched because you have all of this love behind you from your, from from being a mum, from being a parent. It's an amazing journey that you go on, but like, absolutely, your life is going to change. And that's, yeah, it will. Exactly. And I've just seen like your comment before about everyone is it as bad as everyone says, negative, you know, and all the negative comments. I think people love to tell you the negatives. Like, it's one of those, we're guilty of it as well. Like, Zoe and I, like, it's almost like, oh, you know, you wait till this happens. It's like we're trying to prepare people for the bad because sometimes those bad things we didn't expect. But I think now it's like people have gone too far in trying to prepare you for the bad that they don't talk so much about the good stuff and also you can feel a bit guilty about talking about the good stuff especially if you've got someone in front of you who's having a really hard time you don't want to be like oh well actually I had a lovely night's sleep last night and we had a lovely day we had the best day but there are those days you some some days you think oh wow everything's gone to plan it's been it's been wonderful and I've had a yeah, shower really, I've washed yeah, my hair exactly. I've shaved my legs walk. yeah the baby's <laughs> how you know how I'd want how I'd want him or her to um there are those days and Mm. it's definitely not as bad as people oh it's um, amazing it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing and I I still surprise myself with the amazing days that I have with my kids like yesterday yes I had one of the best days of parenting and I said it to Dozza last night I had one of the best days of parenting that I've I've had for months and months and months yesterday and it was just bliss and I just was felt like the luckiest person in the world and I probably need and I'm glad that I'm talking about it because like Georgia said people don't you know don't necessarily shout about the good they only want to talk about the bad so listen Jess we're here for you as well remember yeah, exactly. Um, this is a good one, actually. Tips for introducing toddlers, please, especially younger ones that don't see it coming. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that 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 we can both we can both give you advice yeah. on because we've both been through it. Um, we we look, we've done a few podcasts on it before, actually, about how to introduce you know new babies to families. Um, and one of the things that always comes up is making sure that. Um, your eldest child feels involved with the yeah. whole kind of process. So, you know, making sure that they're having bonding moments with the bump, making sure that you're using language like, you know, your little brother and sister can't wait to meet you. And, you know, isn't it going to be amazing because you're going to be able to teach them how to, to sit on the potty or brush their teeth or depending on sort of how old your eldest is. And also we talk about that, like making sure that your eldest uh, receives a present doesn't have to be anything extravagant from the yeah. new baby so that instantly there's like oh my gosh wow new baby's giving me a present they feel that sort of connection and bond um obviously we're going through you know this pandemic so you know obviously there's there's kind of a lot of chat about bringing the, your your toddler to the hospital to meet baby I don't think that's going to be that's not happening at the moment so mm. it's just about that process when they walk in the door when you walk mm. in the door that they know that they're not being put to the side, that they're always included in these things. I think it's more about the arrival of baby um, and the preparation. It's got to be a, a double header, really. She's yeah, so exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just second everything Zoe said. Um, also, just in terms of like the preparation, 
the yeah obviously the baby getting a present for the toddler but it's actually really nice for the toddler to choose something for the baby like Axel chose Gigi's little comforters which she still has Mm. now Mm. and he's really proud of that like he's really proud that she sleeps with them every night and that he chose them so yeah both ways for sure love that please both give your birth stories in a nutshell currently 32 weeks and bricking it (laughs) oh my god you, you, George? Yeah, I mean, you can't really give them in a nutshell because it's a bit of a, actually, I can't even really remember a lot of it. But actually, both of mine were positive, but both mm. very different. Like with Axel, I was induced, which is supposed to be really scary. It wasn't like that for me. I had an epidural. It worked out really well that I had an epidural. It was the best thing that I could have done. And I think I got into the hospital at 11 to be induced and he was born at like that evening. So it was fine. It was absolutely yeah. fine. I wasn't, you know, obviously there are times where I was, I was in a lot of pain, but I was very definite I wanted to have the epidural all the way through the midwives knew that and that was the way it was so actually that was fine (laughs) so please don't you know please don't brick it and then with Gigi I obviously knew what to expect it was very quick very very quick I arrived at the hospital begging for an epidural and there wasn't time she literally arrived an hour and a half after I got to the hospital so I can't um, believe that still I've heard that story so many times I'm still like what and they and they still didn't believe I was in labor so I think one thing one piece of advice is like you know your body Mm. and if that you know you know you know what your pain threshold is you know like what's going on and I think yeah so just yeah just trust just trust your body and also don't worry if it doesn't go to plan like what we say this time and time again but mm. don't worry like I don't think that many people plan an induction and it can be seen as a really scary thing it isn't mm. always a really scary thing mm. um, and just because one thing happened to one person it doesn't mean it's going to happen to you as well totally um, just be prepared for everything be prepared and also I think it's really good to hear other people's birth stories because I don't think I heard enough of what could happen Um, so I think it's really nice to hear them some people don't want to hear them and they especially don't want to hear you know a tough birth story but for me personally it was quite good to be sort of armed I wish I'd been more prepared that things could Mm. have gone off course Um, yeah but I totally understand why you're bricking it because I was also bricking it I couldn't believe that I didn't it's funny because there's so many things in my life that I know if, if I want to get there, I know exactly how to get there. You know, like I know, mm. I know which path to go down. I can do it. I can focus on it. I can read on it, read about it or learn how to do it, whatever. But with labor, it was like, I know that there's a baby inside me, but how the fuck is it going to get out? You know, <laughs> how is it going to come out? I've seen how yeah. small my fanny is. I'm not being funny, but like that was a thing for me. Cause I was like, I've, I've seen it. I've looked at it in the mirror a few times. Like, how is it going to come out? Yeah. So that was what yeah. I was so fearful of. Cause I, I just couldn't understand. Cause I've got <laughs> no medical background, as you can tell. Um, yeah. I didn't get it. So that fear was very much there for me. And I think I will say, you know, I'm not, I won't go into details of mine because I've spoken, I've banged on about them enough. But I think that, it, like Georgia said, you have to trust that your body knows exactly what to do. It is the time to stand in your power and go, right, 
this is what my body was put here to do at this moment Mm. and it will know how to get this baby out in the right way and I think whatever route you want to go down make sure that you're flexible during your birthing plan I was way too rigid and it went on for way too long and that traumatized me a lot actually Um, so I think you know what if you, you like Georgia said listen to your body it will be telling you exactly what it wants what it needs and also don't feel pressured by what anyone else has done like Georgia if you want to have an epidural I had one as well whatever route you want to go down or if you don't want any pain medication you want to just you know go for it do it whatever works for you yeah and also know that you're surrounded by experts who do this every single day you know like they did I don't know how many babies on average midwives deliver in a day but it's a few for sure and in their in their careers they've seen (laughs) everything they've heard everything so you know they're they're absolutely placed to to deliver your baby in the safest way possible and also if you do have the pethidin it's gonna it's gonna make you feel like you're on one of the biggest trips of your life just (laughs) fyi (laughs) so i've been told (laughs) um two year old and a three month old do routines exist with your second some people will say yes some people will say no yeah i didn't get Gigi into a daytime routine until she was about four months old i think um Mm. and that was just that was because I couldn't because I had school drop-offs to do you know I had to pick up Axel at a certain time and drop him off at a certain time and um I only had a small window in the daytime you know to be at home and I had to do the food shopping that time and you know do all the other stuff so yes I know like you have a routine as in the bedtime routine I think Mm. I did that from the from the get-go you know because I was doing it with Axel anyway so it I was already in that place of him having dinner at a certain time and getting him to bed at a certain time. So that, yeah, absolutely. Um, But I think the daytimes, especially like, you know, if you've got a two-year-old that's pretty active and wants to be out and about, you just have to adapt it. I think there's more sleeps in the buggy and in the car. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you're so much more chilled, aren't you? uh, You know, in our experience, they're so much more chilled because with your first, again, you've very much got a plan, haven't you? you in your head that you've read the books and you're going to stick to it and you're doing this and Georgia was very much one for a routine I'll never forget the I moment was. where she tipped up to the gym and she sat down and she was like it's 8 30 I need to get a glass of water and I was like what do you mean and she was like I'm doing Gina Ford and I was like okay wow okay Gina Ford works for some people she's absolutely amazing um yeah and then Georgia I think suddenly- now yeah now I know to take that with a pinch of salt because actually the routines are amazing in Gina Ford but oh gosh yeah amazing having a glass of water that is a little bit, you know, a bit too It was just here. Georgia's stress levels. I could see that she was like, I've got to get everything on, you know, at time, 8, 8.45, 9 o'clock. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh, I wonder how long this lasts. So it definitely <laughs> works for some people and it doesn't work for others. But I think, you know, if you've got, you know, the, the, they, they're very close in age. So really, you've just got to do what you've got to do and not beat yourself up about it. And they will become so much more adaptable, you know, like, like G said, get them yeah. into a bedtime routine that you would do with your two-year-old. They'll slot into that very quickly. And they'll learn how to sleep everywhere papoose you know pram baby carrier like whatever they'll sleep anywhere yeah exactly oh when does it get easier five weeks in and exhausted can't step away for a second as exclusively breastfeeding right in the thick of it right in the thick of it yeah exactly when does it get easier um I think we always say that around the 12 week mark things start to become a little bit um more fluid um I think because something happens with the baby's esophagus at that age so 
um, again, without my medical history, I think they just start <laughs> relaxing. They just start relaxing into things and you start getting your flow a little bit more. Um, so yeah, you are five weeks in and you will be absolutely exhausted. And if you look at the bigger picture, it becomes a bit daunting. So our advice is always just take it day by day, you know, yeah. like celebrate the little wins throughout the day. Please don't try and do too much. You know, you've just given birth just yeah, just given exactly. birth people don't talk about what that does on the body regardless of whether you had a positive birthing experience you know or a negative one you've mm. still just been through labor um yeah and it's huge so really mm. like rest up and just and just yeah but that not being able to step away for a second thing that is real because I remember being like that yeah yeah no, see, this is the thing. I I can't really say about exclusively breastfeeding because um, I, I breastfed Gigi for a lot longer than Axel, but I did introduce um, pumping so that I so that I could step away. You know, like I, I James could you know share share the load, I guess. Mm. Um, but from people you know who we've had on the podcast, especially who've exclusively breastfed for you know for a year or even two years, not two yeah. years, but. Um, they say that it's one day you wake up and it's like everything falls into place and it's so easy. Like the breastfeeding is so easy and it's like they're so glad that they got through all of the hard bit because then, you know, you have no bottles, you have no pumps, you have no sterilizing, you don't have to take, you know, have to, have to remember to take anything with you. Um, so absolutely, like if, you, you know, if that's if that's definitely what you want to do, you know, long term, it, it definitely will get easier. Um, but that not being able to have a moment yeah. to yourself, I really hear what you're saying there. And you don't yeah. get used to that. I actually yeah. don't think that you do because let's be honest, we are not built to have somebody mm. with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We yeah. are, we, we, we need, we need time on our own. It's really yeah. important for me. Those moments where, where my partner took the baby and I could go and have a bath, bath, baths were my thing at the beginning. I used to put Epsom salts in. I used to light the candles. I used to put my favorite music on my phone, just leave it on the side. And I used to just zone out for 45 minutes. And that was my time. You know, mm. um, I think if you're, you know, hopefully if you're, you know, you're, you're exclusively breastfeeding, 45 minutes you could manage. So hopefully you've got yeah. somebody to help you take baby away for that period, but make sure you take those moments. Yeah, exactly. And also, like Zoe said, actually, if you just go and have a bath, you are only like, you know, <laughs> a couple of seconds away if the baby does need you. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I think you've just got to take those moments when you can. Yeah. So we'll be back right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Welcome back. Now, where were we? Any regrets or things you wish you knew then? That's from Clara. Any regrets or things you wish you knew then? Any regrets? Um... Any regrets? I, I definitely have the regret of not staying at home. I think I've spoke, maybe spoken about this before. With Axel, I was so desperate to get out. Like, I came back from the hospital and that morning I was like, oh, should we, you know, should we go out for lunch? And my mum and James were literally looking at me like, you are insane what are you even saying but I I think it was a mixture of like wanting to you know be fine again like be you know oh look I'm still you know I'm still me like I still want to do things and also I wanted to show him off like as silly as that Mm. sounds like I was so proud like Mm. of this new this new person in my life um and I remember like we just had so many people down to visit us in those first few weeks like James's whole family came like 11 12 people oh my god wow my whole family came like on another day we went out for a big lunch you know like we did do all those things which at the time were amazing because I loved having my family around and everyone being really excited and all that it was great but now I look back actually that could have just waited a few weeks and we could have just relaxed into things at home a bit more um Mm. and I don't know whether that was there was a kind of a small part of me not sticking with breastfeeding because I wanted to just get out and but you know I didn't concentrate on that so much being at home I just wanted to get out and just get on with it you know I don't know I don't know maybe yeah I, I think and I think yes if if I was to have that time again I probably would have not rushed into socializing and you know wanting to be myself again I would have Mm. just taken a little bit more time Mm. that's yeah that would be my and isn't it amazing because if you'd had a baby during the pandemic or lockdown you would have had loads of time because I would have been socializing so it's amazing how things have been so different in the last four years Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I know. Even just saying then, oh, there was like 11, 12 people in the house. I'm like, whoa. What? (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) The only regret I've got is not working on my pelvic floor. It's not working on my pelvic floor better. I should have done it more. I should have done it full stop. I should have figured out where it was. I kept, I I felt like I was doing it and I was clearly just squeezing my butt cheeks (laughs) and not working on the muscles. Listen, if you're listening to this, please work on your pelvic floor. Yeah, uh, do it. Pre it's, it's, and it's postpartum. Not it's not a not myth. Not a myth. <laughs> I'm still trying to rectify the sins of not doing it four and a half years on. Every so time you go. mention pelvic floor, do you start doing your exercises? I literally I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. The second anyone mentions pelvic floor, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, quick, 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 get going. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, um, why don't we do this um, any advice on hair loss four months postpartum and I have patches right at the front that's from Hannah um, that's me that's that's me I lost a lot of hair have you lost your hair yet? yeah I must have done I mean Gigi's nearly two um, <laughs> yeah so I must definitely must have lost my hair at some point oh. um, but because we haven't been going anywhere I think maybe I just didn't really yeah. like notice so much I can really um, empathise with that one, Hannah. I, yeah. I, it, it, there's, it's really upsetting to go through, actually. And some people get it, you know, worse than others. This is my advice to you. 
Firstly, I would get, we've talked about this. We've just done a little collaboration with them, but if you've been following us for a while, you'll know that we love the products. I would invest in the JS Health hair and energy tablets because I've seen a humongous change in my hair since I've started using them. Thickness, texture, quality, like an actual like physical hair falling out. I would invest in some Colo, which is Jenny Faulkner and her business partner. It's their collagen company. I've been taking collagen. I thought it was just good for skin. It's been amazing for my hair. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and I'm I'm taking it every single morning as like part of my kind of daily daily ritual. And also I would just, you know, for me, I take a lot of omega, so omega-3, omega-7, and like an all-round kind of like boost vitamin. Um, we also really love the Nubria products. But it, I think you sort of forget, especially four months postpartum, you're just flying by the seat of your pants trying to survive the day and kind of like, oh, it's amazing, but I haven't put anything into myself for a really long time. And you just like, you need to start putting back into your body at that point. And also I really think that green juicing is a good way to get all of those extra kind of nutrients and vitamins in I'll post actually we've got a little reel on our page of the one that I have most days and um, yeah yeah, just all of those extra bits I think really help yeah I was just gonna second that actually so I think in those first four months you've got to remember as well you're probably not putting um, you know like all the nutrients in your body as you maybe did before and not even just after having a baby but in general like if I'm not eating right um, I notice my skin and my hair suffers so absolutely like the easiest way to do that in those first you know few months is with supplements like the one that Zoe talked about the JS Health one is incredible like you you know only go on Instagram have a look at all the results they are fantastic and so you've been using those way before we started working with them yeah um so yeah absolutely um did you find it easier second time round? Did you? I definitely did. Yes, definitely. But Gigi was really easy as a newborn, like really easy. That doesn't mean she stayed easy, but she was really Such easy. Such a diva. Like, yeah, she was so easy as a newborn. I remember just being like, oh my God, like this is amazing. I can't believe it. Like she, do you remember she used to come to meetings with us and not make a sound? Oh, she was incredible. She used to like, just sit there. She would be passed around to everybody at breakfast. Like just yeah. loved it. She used to come into podcast yeah. records with us and just sit yeah. there and make you, zero, you zero noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yes, I definitely did find it easier second time round. But I think a lot of people do because they're more relaxed. They know what they're doing. They've been through it the first time. Um, also, I think maybe you're less afraid to ask for help the second time round as well um yeah what about you (laughs) well no because I didn't have a normal situation did I with the reflux so no I didn't but that I think had Kit not had his reflux then yes I would have done because all the stuff I didn't know the first time around I obviously knew how to do but then I was just throwing this humongous curveball um, and I just felt so desperate for him. So it got easier for us around 12 weeks but the first 12 weeks was savage yeah I, I no I remember I remember, remember? so well oh, yeah God. I do I oh, yeah let's not go back there it's giving me the heebies um uh, this is from Charlotte how did you girls shift the baby weight I'm struggling I'm always tired you both look incredible mm, Charlotte we don't currently but thank you that's no nice. I'm actually sat in my dressing gown right now <laughs> yeah and I haven't showered yet uh, thank you yeah thank you though um that's a weird one, isn't it? Shifting the baby weight. I mm. feel like we're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of, we're supposed to be happy with our bodies and 
we're supposed to yeah not be worried about it but the reality is lots of people are worried about it and they want to shift the baby weight and I think having those feelings is completely normal I was the same like actually second time around I wasn't so bothered to be honest um first time around definitely was so we used to go to the gym pretty much every single day together didn't we I know (laughs) yeah we We were there nearly every single day put the babies in the crash for 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 an hour hour. um and we did we worked really hard at it we did we did definitely the first Mm. time around absolutely um yeah I I think god I mean this is again this is like a whole kind of another another sort of podcast that we we could probably do if there's an interest in it and we could let's get let's get a postnatal expert on again to talk about it but Mm. I think with fitness it's one of those things that has to become a way of life and I know that sounds really wanky but it has to become part of like eat sleep breathe train and it's like Mm. it you know it has to just become something it's, it's like another sort of quarter of your pie chart that you yeah. have to that you have to make sure that you have time for and it's really difficult to do that if you've been at home homeschooling your kids you know mm. you know there's no let up you're getting outside for half an hour a day you know we are in a really strange world currently so i think this is not normal and it's really really hard to find the motivation to do it okay so what i would say to you is I would find somebody that you really like because we haven't got the gyms on Instagram that's doing home workouts and I would try and schedule in 20 minutes of hit three times a week and that's all you need to do, right? And that is as simple as, you know, lunges, squats, burpees, whatever it is that's, you know, that they're they're kind of doing. You don't don't need to buy any extra equipment. It's not going to cost you anything. And at that point, you can put your children in front of a screen for 20 minutes and you can get something done for you. And that can be in your kitchen, in your living room, or if you've got a garden, go outside. But like, it doesn't have to be an hour's run or, you know, an hour's X, Y, and Z on the TRX, all this stuff. It's like, it just doesn't have to be that. But I think once you start bringing in, and it's all about diet and exercise. And when I say diet, I don't mean going on a diet because I and I and I hate it when people ask me the question can you tell me what you eat every day because I think it's really dangerous and I think you know if you can follow that if it grows from the trees or it sorry if it falls from the trees or it grows from the ground that type of you know let's just get away from processed stuff you're on to a winner there whatever that looks like for you and let's be yeah. honest we all have cheat days I'm like a huge pizza crisp lover and <laughs> um and crunchy nut cornflakes and I regularly fall off the wagon but like I'm okay with that because I yeah. know that the majority of the time my, my diet is balanced. Yeah. Balance Do you know what I was going to say? Also, um, just you said you're always tired. One of my really close friends had a baby about four months ago, I think. Yeah. And I was talking to her. She's just, she she doesn't live in, in England. She lives in Saudi and she's got, so she's got a personal trainer that she goes to see. And she's like, I just feel exhausted to exercise. Like I can't actually do this. And so she's taken a bit of a step back and she's just walking. And I think that's something something we really forget about. Mm. You can walk for so much longer with a buggy mm. and it's actually such a good form of exercise. Like yeah. just walking. Um, it can make you feel happier. You can listen to a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's just about getting moving, isn't it? Like just totally. getting moving, like the first step. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You can do it. You can do yeah, it. You can. Chic, but, oh, this is my friend. <laughs> Chic, but practical hospital PJs or night shirts. Summer baby. So the hospital is going to be like, and she's put flames as in very hot. hot. Yes. Very hot. 
I had Axel in August and Gigi in June. So, oh, so you know about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what? She's saying chic, but Caroline, I just went to Primark and bought the night shirts from there and they were fantastic, like literally fantastic. Um, and they were really nice as well. Like lovely designs, nice cotton. Um, obviously, it didn't matter if if they got dirty so much and actually I still wear some of them now so the Primark stuff is good isn't it yeah it is really good and I know the shops aren't open at the moment but they will be um before summer babies um so I would I I mean I would choose Primark every time for a hospital um nightshirt and if you want something that's maybe a little bit more kind of chic and expensive because there is something quite nice about putting on a fresh crisp pair of uh, pajamas um there's a brand called made right london and i've literally just discovered them and they do um personalized pajamas they also do like a mini collection as well and i think their prices start from about like 38 38 pounds but they do them in navy white black red and then you can get the shorts version as well so they do long set for winter and then shorts and they are so lovely so made right london i would definitely check out and you've just had a new pair of um pajamas delivered pajamas i mean i love pajamas like I've my collection of pajamas is ridiculous and I spend insane amounts of money on pajamas so like I'm all about investing in pajamas just maybe not to take into the hospital um but I like I love the white company for pajamas cyber cyber jammies for pajamas yeah um my mum bought Gigi and I the most beautiful pair of personalized pajamas for Christmas and I can't remember what the brand is but they're available or not on the high street and they're on mm. our Instagram highlight reel okay um uh, also next yeah. do some really lovely ones as well actually yeah I mean there's so many on the high next M&S like yeah. so many loads so yeah you'll be able to answer um, this one considering the placenta capsule second time round to um to help mentally did they help you Georgia I think it's difficult to put your finger on whether they helped or not, but would I recommend them to a friend? A million, million, trillion percent. You know, I felt like I had so much more energy after I had Gigi, whether or not that was down to the fact that I had a toddler and I had to get up or not. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did not get at all, like, and when I say like at all, I genuinely mean not at all. Yeah, you were good, weren't you? That slump when I, not at all. I didn't get the blues at all the second time round yeah and it was only like after a couple of weeks that I realized that I was like oh wow I I haven't had that day where it's it's normally when your milk comes in and you just get this weird like surge of hormones and you feel very upset I didn't have it at all um so I would definitely recommend it I also heard Anna Williamson talking about it um she suffers from you know mental health issues and so this was something she wanted to do and she said it definitely helped her as well brilliant so yeah I would 100% recommend it (laughs) okay love that um yeah here's a question and please can you share advice on when how to tell work about pregnancy we've done a whole podcast on this with the wonderful my bump pay Toby her name is um it was I think still in season four episode 41 I've got down here um and she talks a lot about 
you know, the right moment to talk to work about it, how you make sure that you feel comfortable with that whole conversation, you know, telling, yeah. you know, talking to a mentor, your boss, whoever it is, but she gives some really great advice on that whole conversation. Cause I think a lot of people feel quite nervous about that moment yes. and you really, really shouldn't. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely exactly. refer back to that podcast. It's got some great, great bits of advice in there. Yeah. Um, pelvic floor training <laughs> devices yay or nay well, I'm literally about to put we're, we're, we're about to post a reel I've actually filmed it and I thought no I need to give it another shot on pelvic floor um don't worry it's nothing graphic but um I've been using firstly I had the fantastic Claire Bourne who came round. she came on the podcast as well she came round, you know when we weren't in lockdown to have a little look at my pelvic floor and it was really amazing I haven't actually spoken about this but this is like a mummy MOT yeah. And you were the one that said to me, Zoe, you need to have one. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, and I'd never met Claire before. She'd obviously, you know, been with us virtually chatting on the podcast, you know, from behind her laptop. And then she was in my house and she was like, right, okay, well, let's let's see how things are. And I was like, okay, great. Well, what do I do? And she was like, well, you're going to have to lie down and you're going to have to let me. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I've given birth so I can do this. She was absolutely wonderful. But the only, because I'd had because I had tearing the second time round and an episiotomy the first time round, all of the nerve endings around that area, you know, had been cut through. So severed basically. So I, the only way I could feel where my pelvic floor was, whether it was when, I, if I had pressure on it. So mm. I've been working seriously hard with, uh, with the use of my trusty friend, Doza, who's been helping me kind of identify where my pelvic floor is and I've been squeezing around it. And yeah, so I think, uh, in answer to your question without trying to sound too graphic the only thing that helped me was uh, another finger and then um, I also have been using that secret whispers pelvic floor um, machine mm. which has been amazing which you just insert inside you and that kind of you know m- makes you focus on where to sort of squeeze the muscles yeah I think a device like I've got the LV one I think a device is really good for knowing that you're doing it right and being accountable to do it um but a lot of like the mummy physios will tell you that you need to do both like you need to do it with and without um so you definitely don't need a device no if you're unsure as to whether you're doing it right it's a it's a good idea so we've had so many questions and we are absolutely going to do another episode because we, we'll probably need another two or three episodes to get through all the questions. So thank you for sending them in. I'm so sorry if we haven't answered, but I want to end up, end on this one. This is from Alice. Um, do you genuinely miss the newborn stage? I do. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You've got both sides there. Um, miss it as in there are pangs that I get that make me want to go back to it miss it as in I want to go back there now and be in it again no no obviously I, th- I think I'm different I, think I reckon you want to have another baby talk- no 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 I'm really not gonna have another Who, baby please. let's take a bet stop on, on our it out there. can everyone stop putting it out there <laughs> That actually scares me. Like my friend, one of my friends has just had her third, and Mm -hmm. I said to her, "He's only six months old." And I said to her, "Oh, like, what are you going to do with all the baby stuff?" Like I'd given her, you know, like a bedside crib and all that kind of stuff, and she was like, "Oh no, I'm going to hang on to it because I'm definitely not done." And I was like, "Wow, like you're definitely not done." Okay, well then I think I am definitely done because I'm more than happy to get rid of all the baby stuff. But I do miss it. I really miss the like them Mm. sleeping on you and just 
I don't know. I love walking around with a buggy and a tiny little baby in it. And I'm how about you go to the playroom the and yeah, get one I'm of just, Gigi's dolls and just walk around with I'll that in it for a while. Maybe right? anyone got a newborn, send them my way. I will happily help you out. <laughs> So as promised, we are now going to talk about our kind of favorite products like we do at the end of every podcast. But this one's a little bit different because we're going to be talking about the products in our Oh Mama box, um, which we are so excited about, which you can buy now, by the way, if you go to the Oh Mama website, we'll put all the details up there. So yeah, I guess let's kind of just kick off with what's in the box. Um, I'll start off with the Living Proof Dry Shampoo, a product that we... We've been banging on about this dry shampoo for a very long time. It's the only dry shampoo that actually cleans your hair, Mm. um, actually cleans it. So, you know, others kind of make it look clean by making it look, I guess, less greasy. But this actually does the cleaning job. Um, Really fantastic. it absorbs the oil. It's exactly that. Um, So you've got a travel size dry shampoo in the box there to kick things off which is great because if you are kind of you know in the newborn stage and you can't get in the shower and wash to wash your hair just get the dry shampoo on your head exactly and if you've been wanting to try it for ages it's a really good way to try it because it's you know it's included in the box um another product we love a cleansing balm taking my makeup off at the end of end of the day is like my favorite thing to do um and this the one we've popped we've got in the box is from elemis and it's their pro collagen cleansing balm it's 50 mil um it's usually about 26 pounds um and so obviously that's in the box for along with all the other products um it is one of the best ones it melts your makeup away it smells gorgeous it leaves your skin just alone just after the balm feeling very hydrated Mm. um it's a real treat to use totally um yeah we're over the moon to have that cleansing balm in the box actually because it was one of our like we've got to have it in there and there it is (laughs) um so tisserand a brand that we absolutely adore um they have an incredible de-stress oil as you know obviously you know around that time of labor it can be a little bit stressful in places potentially and this is just a really lovely like roll-on oil that you can put on your temples you can put it on your wrist you get your partner to put it on for you you know backs of the back of the neck um and it just you know, lets off a really lovely aroma for calming. It's, it's obviously quite a small size. So you can just keep it in your handbag as well. So anytime you're having one of those moments where you're like, Argh! you can just <laughs> roll it on. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. We love that product. Yeah, we do. And um, this is a multitasking balm from um, Bloom and Blossom. So, I mean... <sighs> when you become a new mom, you don't have time to have like five different products in your bag and definitely not in your hospital bag. So this little balm, you can put it on your lips, you can put it on baby, use it on their cradle cap, you can use it on like any little like nipples on their skin. Yeah, nipples. Again, like on your face, if you get any dry patches, it's really like because in a hospital, you can find your skin gets really dehydrated. You might get some dry patches. You can use it on that. Um, It's just an all round wonder product. Um, So yeah, definitely give that a go if you get the box. (laughs) Uh, Next is the Benefit Bad Gal Bang Mascara. I mean, we bang on about this product. We bang on about Benefit. We actually did an event with them once and all of their products, especially eyes and brows, are kind of properly stand out. This one's just great because it gives really great length um, and, and sort of thickness, like everything that you want in a mascara, basically. And it's the product that I probably 
will always go to, as in I'll always have mascara on my face. I'm not one of those people that can go out without it. And I think even after giving birth, do you know what? I wanted to put some mascara on so that I felt vaguely human again. Um, So yeah, it's like a really great size as well. So you can put it in your makeup bag and keep it around with you because some of them are quite big and clumpy. This one's not. Yeah, no, it's a great travel size. Um, This is something else. Again, like we sort of undenied, didn't we, about putting like makeup products in the box. But actually, as silly as it sounds, you know, like if, if, you know, if you're having a baby after lockdown and people can come and visit you in the hospital or just the pictures after birth, just having something that you can pop on that will make you feel a tiny bit better. So we've included a lip, cheek and eye tin from Ink credible which is um now zinc and yeah i mean it's just like a moisturizing balm it it adds a little bit of color put it on your cheeks on your eyes on your lips um yeah we, we we thought we should put it in just to give you a little bit of a lift and then we were like, well, we couldn't have a box without hand sanitizer. So the amazing, uh, the amazing guy, I love this story, by the way, Screen and Shield. Um, the, the guy that started it basically was watching his wife and his mother-in-law wash their hands, you know, constantly. And then obviously with all of the hand, you know, sanitizing as well. And they'd come back in and their hands were cracking and really dry. And he was like, surely I can make a product that smells really nice and that's actually hydrating for hands. So he came yeah. up with Screen and Shield hand sanitizer which smells like apples it's absolutely delicious um and yeah just perfect to take into hospital with you it hasn't got you know sometimes you put hand sanitizer on and it like burns your hands I mean yeah the stuff we've got at work is gross so yeah this one <laughs> comes in a lovely little bottle which you spray on and it smells gorgeous and finally as Zoe mentioned before we have popped a shampoo and body wash in there from Willida um it's a hundred percent natural it's really gentle and you know great on sensitive skin you can use it on your baby as well so I mean this is probably going to be the thing that you use the most yeah definitely Um, in the hospital you are going to want to have a shower however you've given birth so yes and that's that's all that's in the box yes that is it um obviously (laughs) you as we said the cost of the box is 45 pounds the value of the box is 90 pounds so if you were to buy the cleansing oil the mascara and the dry shampoo um that would basically come to more than 45 quid so basically the rest of the products in the box you're getting for free all you need to do is go to omama.com this will be perfect for anybody that you know that's pregnant anybody that's just had a baby in fact you know what if you just want to spoil yourself with some really amazing products yeah. perfect so go to the omama.com website go to shop and you'll find it there so as always we would love you to rate review and subscribe to the podcast and if you know somebody that's not listening please do give them a little nudge that'd be amazing Yes, and thank you so much for sending all your questions in for today's episode. We will definitely do another. And if you have any ideas for topics you want to cover, then please drop us a message at Made by Mummers on Instagram. And we're going to be back on Tuesday. See you then. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 